Hey, this is Amy with Intuitive Coaching with Amy.com. I'm a one-on-one coach and I help people do really brilliant things in their life. We're going to talk about the energy of relaxation and how to get into that space. Well, actually, the show title is Ways to Stay Grounded, Calm, and Positive No Matter What. (laughs) I'll tell you why I'm doing this show. There is a card in one of my decks, my digital decks. And uh, I read, I use this this deck to read for the people on my email list. I send you intuitive messages a week for free. So you can go to my website, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com, and sign up and you'll get two intuitive messages a week. So this particular deck I read out of, there's a manifest card in it. And there's a line the original card creator put in the 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 card, I guess. It's all words, no pictures. And the bottom line is manifestation is the energy of relaxation. So relax. So I was like, oh, well, how do people hold the vibration of relaxation while they're going for it, right? And so here are some tips and some suggestions to help you hold the vibration of relax, of the relaxed state. Make it your mission to be as relaxed as possible moment by moment. I'm going to have a sip of tea. Okay. So first thing is move your body. It really does help. And when I say move your body, some people might call this working out. And I find that people who work out a lot, that is actually one of the ways they churn energy for a manifestation. I have a couple of clients right now who work out a lot. And I'm like, oh, as I tune into them, I'm like, oh, that's how they churn energy. That's how they manifest. They manifest from moving their body. But let's just say you aren't a person who works out per se, putting that label on it. Any type of physical movement can help you feel more relaxed. So it could be chores around your house. It can be going for a walk. It can be dancing. Whatever it is, move your body to get into that relaxed state. Next way to get into the relaxed state and stay in the relaxed state moment by moment. Say a prayer, maybe even it's a spiritual text, a verse from a spiritual text, a poem, recite a motivational message, an affirmation, over and over and over, or sing a song in your mind. So it's really cool. You can take a prayer. You can take a Bible verse if you want. You can take, um, I was on a call recently and the the leader was using Rumi and recite it over and over and over again to yourself or you can sing a song in your mind or you can turn that affirmation or that motivational message into a singy songy thing that you do in your mind over and over and over again. And that can put you into the relaxed state. My spirit guides are reminding me of if you've seen the most recent season of Stranger Things where she listened to the Kate Bush song to stay, I guess, essentially stay in her body. But it really is. uh, If you're looking at that symbolically, that is how you manifest, right? So you can use messages, songs recited over and over again. Emphasis on over and over again. So just listening to music 
it can do something by all means. I think music is a very powerful uh, way to churn energy and to manage your energetic state. But this is about the repetitiveness of it. She had to listen to that song in Stranger Things, that one song, over and over and over again. So it's the same thing. All right, next, this is one that I found as I was doing research on it. And it's so funny because I started drinking green tea recently. But drink green tea. It contains a chemical that helps to reduce stress. And actually, I was watching this dude on YouTube. He's so chill. I wish I, I think I want to, I kind of want to shoot him out because I think some people might really resonate with his energy in my audience. He's so chill. Like just tuning into his energy relaxed me. Like I didn't even, I stopped paying attention to even what he was saying, but um, who is he? Heinz, H-I-N-D-Z, H-I-N-D-Z, huge following, huge following, H-I-N-D-Z. And if you just listen, I'm, this is a sidebar from Green Tea, but he has one where he was talking about, I was researching this show, as a matter of fact, where how he stays centered or grounded or uh, relaxed or in his flow. And he was talking about the ritual of making tea. And he also said in that, that there is some type of chemical. Yeah, there's a chemical in tea that helps you reduce stress. And the same goes for dark chocolate and honey also help you to release stress and anxiety. Now, what I found with green tea if you are a person who likes to be highly caffeinated, then this doesn't apply to you. But if you're a person who's sensitive to caffeine, I would get a decaffeinated green tea because it, it can pack a punch, green tea, especially if you do like two tea bags in a smaller cup. <laughs> Clearly, I'm one of the, the people who don't mind being more highly caffeinated. Um, but yes, if you're sensitive to caffeine. Also, though, because I can, I, one thing is I love about green tea is I can have one at night where I wouldn't have a coffee at night. Uh, but again, I work overnight. I've told you that many times on this program, but if you're new, you're going to be like, why is she having tea at night? So I'll have one tea bag and it's not as strong, but again, I'm already a very highly caffeinated person. So that might not work for everybody, but there is a chemical in tea. Um, in the article I read, they specifically reference green tea and then Heinz, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It didn't look like he was making green tea, but he also said that the, the chemical was in his green tea. He does a whole, it's a whole thing. He, you know, he does, does loose leaf tea and he sits with it and he watches it brew. He's such an interesting character. Why I, I stumbled upon his video again you know, as I was preparing for the show and, and wanting to teach you how to be in a relaxed state and, and on some level teach myself too, his energy, like I said, I stopped listening to his words after a while and I just paid attention to, there's a beat he takes with each moment. He allows there to be space, energetic space in his being, in his way of approaching life. And I think for those of us, particularly type A personality types, we sometimes forget that we can still be 
ridiculously powerful and still take the beat. So think about creating space within you where you allow there to be a beat just throughout your day to day. When you're going, 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 doing, 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 I actually don't go, 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 do, 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 but I do. And I still recognize that I need more of a beat between things, allowing transition time. My spirit guides jumped in and they said, yeah, type eights don't give themselves enough transition time from one activity to the next. And so this gentleman, as I was tuning into his energy psychically, I was like, oh, he really honors every shift that he makes throughout his way of living. He honors each moment. Granted, you know, this is just his video on Heinz. It was just on YouTube. Who knows who he really is? But what he was emoting or putting out karmically in that video was what I was looking for, was this relaxed state of being. And you can manifest more rapidly from that state. It's a... For type A's, I would say it's probably in the realm of confidence. I think we tend to slow down when we feel confident, when we feel centered, when we feel we are on our game, not just running with the game, but on top of our game. We are holding the reins to our life. And so if you're struggling with relaxed state, because clearly I do, <laughs> and I kind of don't mind, like I, I'm a high energy person, but I do recognize that that can quickly go off the rails. And so if you are hearing me and you're saying, oh, that sounds like me, you might want to play with confident. When I am in my confident state, am I allowing more beats? So, so play with me not confident, me confident. And it, are you allowing more space? More, it's very much like, I'm a huge Miles Davis fan. I've studied his work extensively. I wrote a whole one-woman show in college and, and in graduate school on him and on his, his, actually I wrote it on the women in his life. And so when you listen to a Miles Davis song, there is so much spaciousness within the note while he still swings, I just watched the documentary and rewatched the documentary. He still swings, like there's still a swing there, but then he has so much space between each of the notes. And so I think that is very much how you start to play with this relaxed state that will make manifestation easier for you. All right, let's talk meditation. Do it the way you want to do it. I know there are a lot of people out there. It's big business to teach you how to meditate. I think meditation is a natural extension of who we are as spiritual people. I was meditating long before I called it that. You've heard me say that many times. So I would say maybe do, you know, take a class if you want or watch some videos or do a guided meditation. But ultimately, you find your own unique way of meditating. And it only takes a few minutes. You don't have to do it for long periods of time. You are not required to clear your mind. That's a myth. 
because the mind will naturally clear itself. You just are there and you are present and you breathe. And speaking of breathing, I would also recommend to get into a relaxed state. This is one I actually do often is the five, five breathing technique. So it's inhale for five, hold for five, exhale for five. This is how I start most of my meditations and I do it. I do five of them. I had a therapist. I'd already heard about it and been playing with it, but a therapist said very specifically, she's like, oh, you need to reset your nervous system. Do this five, five, five breathing technique. I'm like, oh, I know that. And that's how I get, you know, because I can get all like wired up. Right. And so um, this, this is my go-to. So I'll start meditations like this. I'll start visualizations like this. So inhale for five, hold for five, exhale for five, do it five rounds of that. Works wonders. I love it. It's my favorite, favorite thing. I also, if I'm really like feeling like I'm struggling to get into my body and feel centered and grounded, I will go to Rescue Remedy. I use their spray. I've done the droplets, the tinctures, uh, the little droplet under the tongue, but I prefer the spray. I've done the lozenges too. Those are great. I usually have to do two of those, but the spray, in my opinion, works best. That's just my opinion. Um, and the way I found out about that was from one of my spiritual mentors. She actually pours pours it in her water. I just go straight. I like, like it straight. So five, five, five breathing helps me get back into a relaxed state as well as if I'm really kind of out there, a couple of sprays of Rescue Remedy or two of the, the lozenges. And then from there, I do fully and completely get behind the energy of daydreaming, imagining, creative visualization, whatever you want to call it. I am a fan of it. I believe that you can churn so much energy. You can um, really create create the energy of your manifestation of what you want. You can feel it in your body with greater ease and you come out of that, those states, depending on how much permission you give yourself to do it, you can come out of those states and you're carrying an energy that you can use in really practical ways to move you forward. Like, oh, you're feeling great. You're feeling alive. You're like, oh, I need to do this because that's in alignment with my vision. I need to do this because that's in alignment with my vision. I think it is a, the it's one of the greatest practices out there. Now, can you take this practice and use it against yourself? Absolutely. Can you spend all your time in a daydream state and start working against yourself? Absolutely. Can you spend all your time in a daydream state and still be killing it in your life? Absolutely. It's your choice and only you will know. So I am definitely a fan of creative visualization, imagining, visioning, uh, daydreaming. I've had all, everybody calls it something different. Um, and it all works. It all works. Really brilliant practice. And you can do it on the fly too. I know when, if I'm working on something and it's, it's a longer project and, you know, I want to stay in it, right? particularly if I'm writing a novel or, oh God, anything long, anything that's not just like, oh, 10 minutes here or 20 minutes here. Yeah, I'll, I'll visualize myself 
completing it page by page, step by step, aspect by aspect. Yeah, so I think you can also use visualization to, to get things done. And then it's like, I come back to whatever I'm working on and it gets done. Like, I, I, it's not all, hmm, thank you. My spirit guides are saying what it does when you are envisioning yourself taking a specific action and you see it in your mind's eye and you feel the feelings and the energy of doing it, what you do is you blast through all the resistance that wants to fight against getting it done. That's just human nature. You can blast through that by using the power of visualization. Another way to get into a relaxed state is just to close your eyes for a few minutes. It's not sleeping. It's not a nap. So just close your eyes. You know, you can set a timer and just close your eyes. I, I, I don't have any trouble sleeping, so it's very easy for me to go to sleep if I do this exercise, but it does work. And I would add that too. Napping does help if you're a napper. Um, if you're not, don't feel any, any issues around that. But just close your eyes for a few minutes. And you can do that 5-5 breathing or just focus on your breath. Just close your eyes. Another way to tap into the energy of a relaxed state to help you manifest is to look at images that invoke a positive feeling, particularly about what you desire. So it's kind of a play on a vision board, but you know I'm not a fan of vision boards because not that I don't think that they work. I think they totally work. I just don't like the clutter of a big board. But um, what I have been doing is I'll do... I, I find images on Google and I put them in a folder on my phone. And so I'll just flip through. But you don't even have to go to that, that extent. You can use the wallpaper on your phone, the wallpaper on your computer, and put an image there that you can go to and meditate on or contemplate on or just be with that invokes a positive feeling of what you desire or just a positive feeling. I, I would shy away from using like people again, because humans do human things. I would pick something that makes you maybe feel like that feeling. So if you're like, Oh, I, I want, I feel really good when I look at my kids to do this exercise, I would find something that represents your kids or um, find something that represents family to you that feels really good and then meditate on that or look at, be with the image that invokes a positive feeling for you. Next, take a spiritual shower. These have been my jam as of late. So spiritual showers are where you see the water, you envision the water as a healing entity. And as it, wa it washes away lower vibrational energy. And if you want to get very intentional about it, you can say specifically what it's washing away, what it's washing away. And I, um, I'll do at the end of my shower, I'll do a soft, uh, take a little bit of soap and a little bit of Himalayan sea salt. And I'll do a ritual salt bath. It's not a full on salt bath. It's more like 
it's not even a scrub. It's more just ritualistic and clear away any lower energies, lower psychic energies, anything that is not for my highest and greatest good. So take a spiritual shower and visualize that negativity is being cleared from your body and your energy field. You can also, if you're on the fly, you can just wash your face. I, you can dab your brow even, just dab the brow and visualize the same thing with water. You can do it with a little bit of sea, Himalayan sea salt. You know, it, it's symbolic and clear the energy that way. And then have lots of solitude moments. If you are, if you're someone that has codependent tendencies, you already probably are having lots of solitude moments and you just don't realize it. But now you get to consciously have your solitude moments where you are enjoying your own company. Man, if I could infuse, this is one of the things I would love to infuse in other people as a teacher, as a spiritual worker, is to be your own best friend and really enjoy your own company and be your own ally because that creates a strength within you that no matter what you come in contact with you still feel grounded and centered in who you are i think highly sensitive people empaths people with codependency tendencies they get really attached to other humans and i've said this many times before and even on this show humans do what they are going to do everybody has free will and so when you start to form messy attachments or even just tipping into unhealthy attachments, it can keep you from your most relaxed state. It can start to influence your manifestation, whether you like it or not. I've had these conversations a lot lately with folks because they're like, no, it's not that, Amy. I'm like, it's totally that. You just told me it was. Most most of them might tell me that's what it is. But um they don't hear themselves saying it, but I get it. I'm a psychic, and so I hear what most people don't hear. And, but yes, if you are in some type of messy attachment with another human that is affecting your sense of self, it'll screw up your energetic state and make it difficult for you to manifest. Matter of fact, I found this. Oh God, I pray I can find it. It's so good. Um, it's a Hopefully I took a picture of it. I was reading something. I was researching something. So again, we're talking about solitude moments. If I give the world one, well, I'd love to give the world lots of gifts, but one in particular is I'd love for every human to learn to be their own best friend. Mm, no, I didn't take a picture of it. It was so good. Let's see if it's still open. It's like, I got to share this on the podcast. Yes, I did. I kept it open. It was so it's it, so I want to quote my source here, uh, purposefairy.com. And I was doing reach, research on how to embody the energy of abundance, which I think eventually I'm going to do a show on not how to, to how to attract abundance or, but to be abundant. So I was, re, so there, there is a show coming on. How do you bring the energy of abundance into your energy field. So, so that's where this came from. But uh, what she was talking about was so good. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it is a she. I, I'm just assuming. 
Oh, man. Let's see. Where is it? It was on loyalty. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on, on the notion of loyalty. Okay, that's why I kept missing it. She has a advertisement right in the middle of it. Give up the need to be loyal to your people. Woo. Whether it's your family, friends, country, or the whole world, you need to stop trying to trying so hard to be one of them. Your loyalty and devotement to other people's pain, suffering, and lack of abundance won't make the world a better place. I loved how she, she went ahead and made the jump for us. She's saying that when we are so attached to other humans, yes, we love everything that is great about them, but something about the energy of loyalty, particularly among people who are highly sensitive, the loyalty and devotement where we start to feel like we need to take on also and deal with and accept their pains, their suffering, and their lack. And so that is why I want you to start to have solitude moments because the more that you can remember who you are and remember where your boundary lines are, the more you can embody that relaxed state that helps you to manifest with greater ease, take the action you need to take, tune into your intuition, name your truest desire. I think some of our attachments to other humans feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to die if I'm not attached to another human. It keeps us from wanting our highest desire. We start to lower our desires. I've had many conversations with people about this. I know somebody's listening to this program saying, no, not me. Mm -mm -mm. Mm, probably you. <laughs> But if you step back, if you step back, I'm a pretty centered person in terms of who I am and what I'm up to. And I have these tendencies. I find myself playing low to hang out with a group or I find myself taking on somebody's janky limiting belief, even though it goes against what I consciously want, right? Subconsciously, I'll take it on because I think, oh, that makes me loyal and that makes me um, a good, good person to be connected to, right? It's all a bunch of bullshit. So the way we move through this is being willing to take our solitude moments. Next on how to embody a relaxed state is to spend time outside. Spend time outside, staring at the landscape, however way that feels for you. Uh, I, this is not a requirement. And um, you can stare at the landscape. You know what I've been doing is I, I crack the the blinds in my bedroom. So then when I wake up, when I wake up, I can see the blue sky and I can just meditate on the sky. And I can also see the tops of, of buildings as well. And so that's a connection with nature. So it doesn't need to be like, oh, I need to go out into the wilderness and go on some massive hike so I can have the spiritual experience. No, you get your experience in where you need to get it in and the way you need to get it in. Now, if you do need to go on some retreat, by all means, but I think sometimes we make things harder for ourselves when you can just step outside and take a few deep breaths and then go about your business, right? 
So spend time outside next to embody the a relaxed state. Of course, you knew this would make the list. You got to clear out some clutter if need be. You know, I think when our spaces are are messy to the point where it makes us feel bad about ourselves, then that disrupts our relaxed state. I just think clean lines always work, but I also recognize that not everybody not everybody embraces clean lines in that way. Like some people do thrive in the clutter of their life and it totally makes sense to them. So I'm not going to say, oh, you have to clean out all your clutter. No, I'm not going to say that at all. Find what works for you and then keep your spaces, whatever they are, your car, your, your workspace, your home, in that condition to the very best of your ability. And then lastly, this is a little bit different than the first time I gave something similar to this, but listen to your favorite songs. Listen to your favorite songs. I did a, I was doing some like deep, deep, deep healing work and I, I, I needed to go back to uh, 1990. <laughs> and the way I was able to go back to 1990 was I looked up the top energetically the way I was able to go back. I looked up the top 100 songs from 1990 and I I love I love music and I particularly at 10 years old I really really loved music like it, it's it's just my life especially pop music. And so I looked up up the top 10 Billboard songs of that year and I'm like, "Oh, that's my favorite song. That's my favorite song." And and it took not only did it take me back to 1990, but it also lifted my energetic state. So it, it actually fueled the work I was doing. I was cleaning up some some things, healing some things energetically. And one of the ways I fueled it was by listening to my favorite songs from that year. And so it's such power in tapping into those songs that really touched your heart at any period of time in your life put it on, dance, do whatever you do, do your chores, and tune into that music. Go for a walk, lay on your back, and just listen. Listen to your favorite songs, and that can bring you back into a relaxed state. All right, that's my show. I'm going to help you manifest the desires of your heart and stay in a relaxed state moment by moment. Let's talk about some cool stuff. Ready to live your dream life? Mm-hmm. I know you are. So I can help you. I can help you do in a year what it would probably take you five to seven years to do on your own. Business, career, increased earnings, unstoppable confidence, fulfilling finances, Brilliant romantic relationships, soulful friendships, ideal wellness, any desire is possible for you. And there's no true reason why you need to delay any further. So let me help you. Begin my massive result one year intuitive coaching package today. Information can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. All right, my loves, thank you so much for listening to this show. I look forward to connecting with you again. Take care.